Are you going to say something? Or? No, I'm not. I'm not saying anything because you know what we're going to do this time around. What? You know what we're doing? What are we doing? Well, you want to do a let me finish. Oh, absolutely. You said in you our said old in show, new listeners who are used to science content, right? Yeah. You want to do a let me finish? Yeah. I'm hesitant because it's almost been a year since the last no, time. No, it has we, been a year. We did that show. It's okay, fine. Nitpick. It's been a year since we've done that show, right? Mm-hmm. So what I propose is that we we gradually, you know, with Lou, come back, right? So exactly. You just don't rampage in. We'll just put, you know, gradual, slow. Poke around slow. like a junk drawer. <laughs> <laughs> you used that description once when, when a rummaging around like a, like you're rummaging around in a junk drawer. And I used yeah. it. I used it in my in my latest book. <laughs> <laughs> For what I for the the same way I was using that euphemism, <laughs> I was, yeah, poking around in a junk drawer. <laughs> now this might be this might be personal, yeah. But have you ever gotten the whole hand in to me or someone else? No, you to someone else. Neither. No. No, I've okay. gotten. I've Just gotten, was checking. I got to tell you, I've gotten four of my own fingers up in myself. Mm-hmm. That I was like, it's like a, the first like time it ever. I was fifteen, so your your a hole is like super elastic. Like you could, well, I, I probably could have been in there like all, oh, <laughs> uh, uh, like. <laughs> well, of course, I never went in that direction. But I mean, from the from a heterosexual point of view, the first time someone asked me, they were guiding it. It wasn't like I got this bright idea. <laughs> it was like okay, and I was like. Okay, great. I got I got three fingers. That's great. And she's like, put and then it was like, put the fourth in, and then put put the whole hand in. And I was, it was like a magic <laughs> trick. It was like I can't believe this is happening. And I was all the way in there, and I thought this is like fake. This is like fake stuff on the internet. This is not. You know, I mean, this is pre-internet. I look like an amputee. And, <laughs> and then she said, make a fist. And I was like, oh, I'll tear apart. <laughs> But it happened. It worked. I, and, and I was like... How far did you I was go amazed in? that I could do it. Um, so, you know where you have that bump on your wrist? Yeah. Like right right up past there. Not to, not much. I mean, I, there was not a I, whole lot of wiggle room. I have but, I mean, seen it was like, photos of double wide elbow deep. I mean, here's the thing. Can you I imagine getting to that place in your life? Because... You're supposed to be able to pass a baby through there, right? So I shouldn't. Oh, fist be... in, in a vagina. You're uh, talking about? Yes. I'm talking no, about the ass. A... Well, I mean, oh, no, no, I mean, no, I no, guess, no. I've yeah, never done that. I've should never be just that. as elastic. Yeah, but I was still just like amazed, right? Because it seems like okay, there are limits to this thing, and then by the time I was like. All the while fisting, basically, I was like, this is incredible. You know, <laughs> it was like, I was stunned and shocked. Number one, that I was doing it. Number two, that that's what you wanted. Number three, that it could actually happen, right? I was, but then, you know, you sit back and you think, okay, the human, abo- human body can be pretty flexible. Yeah, yeah. You know, the guy in Saw discovered that and then decided to torture people with it. So there you go. I mean, you should. <sighs> I mean, in real life, not in some made-up movie. Now we're going to have to do the science of Saw. You'd realize <laughs> that, fucking right? kill you. Oh, you know what? Actually, I'm sorry, Jason. I don't know why I'm saying that like that, because this is the thing. I actually enjoyed that series. I enjoyed every single one of them. Every I don't... Not I've the never acting, watched not the, it. I've, the premise, I've never watched it enough. To have an opinion, to be honest, the premise was fun, and it did. And you sure know, it didn't take itself too seriously. You knew what was coming. There was always a plot twist. It was always, you know, 
there was always going to be a horrendous death, and it was always going to be better than the ones they were trying to dream up in the '80s and '90s. And it was it yeah. was something something cool every time. And even when people did copycat in the movie, they realized, oh, this is too meta. It's still now we have to make it so that it's actually a copycat. You know, like it. Well, they, now we're going to have to do the science of it. We're going to have to. Which one though? No, well, whichever one, whichever one you think may be wildly implausible as far as the situations that he puts those poor people through, right? Because there's mechanical limitations, there's human body limitations. The one that I'm thinking about is the bear trap. I know about that one. Um, The one that's worn like a muzzle. Oh, and it rips her face open? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's a reverse bear trap. That's what I mean. It opens violently. Yeah, it opens rather than closes. Right. Um, I don't know if that's... I mean, I'm, we'd have to find out if, how plausible that is. Because I think uh, some that's of them actually, might be, but others may not. There was one where it was like, like uh, I don't know, there was one she had to reach into acid to pick up a key. Um, and mm-hmm. this is the thing. I was looking at it and going, okay, how would he be... Like, it, it would have to be carburetor for it to do what it did to her, which was immediately mm-hmm. on... like. Hydrofluoric acid is pretty strong, sure. But if you get it on yeah. your hand and then immediately take your hand out and shake it off or put it in some water or, you know, it'll, it'll Well, you'd it'll need to put it you. into something that would... Yeah, yeah. That would stop the... Yeah, the, yeah. However, right. hydrofluoric acid would have eaten through the key. I don't know if that was his... Mm. his but it was, not, it was not bubbling. It was not reacting. Mm-hmm. Nothing. On a related topic... <clears throat> what? How did... Uh, uh, Tyler Durden not burn his lips. Uh, not burn his lips. You mean like his? Wait, wait. I'm con- when he get when he gives that acid kiss. It to, wasn't acid. Uh, it was um. It was uh sodium hydroxide. Uh, so uh, right. actually, he what he does is when he kisses the hand, he's, he he licks his lips. A he's lot, leaving a right? layer of, of 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 skin from his lips, wet skin, onto the person's hand. Okay. And then he pours the he pours the the uh dry. Oh, that's sodium right. Sodium hydroxide on it. And then I was getting it mixed react. up. I thought it was the kiss that started the... That will react pretty quickly, but I don't know if it will react right. as fast as... Because that was a chemical burn. It wasn't an acid burn. Well, an acid burn right. is it a was... chemical burn, honey. Well, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is, anyway, before we got distracted, we'll do a little combo. What? We're supposed to be doing the science of Home Alone. It's Christmas time, after all. Yeah, sure. Christmas time, of course. We'll still do the science of Home Alone, and we'll still read read the people's responses to our last show, but we'll mix it a little let me finish in it, which is kind of what we've been doing all along anyway. (laughs) Because I can't stop saying perverted stuff. That's right. You can't. So that's what we're going to do, okay? I'm not waiting for you to agree. Okay. I agree. Great. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cinetific. I'm changing the format. Well, let's change the name, too. Welcome to Lemmy Cinema Finish. Lemmy Science. (laughs) (laughs) I am podcast professor Jason Harding. And I am podcast professor Atticus Blake. And on this show, we take a popular movie and see if its science is feasible. I'm trying to shorten it down. I haven't really come up with an opening phrase. You know, whether whether or not they're they're playing fast and loose with the science, or if they're trying to be as accurate as possible. Gee, I wonder how this movie is going to shape up, because this time around, we're doing Home Alone. (laughs) And you're probably saying, Jason, there's not a whole lot of science in Home Alone. Yeah, there is. There is. There there is. (laughs) Then it's the most dangerous kind of science. Um, Physics for children... 
that doesn't uh, completely weigh the implications of what this child is doing to these two men. Which, they, you know what, their revenge is absolutely deserved. Like, they deserve it. <laughs> Do they? Seriously. Like, get, get, just, just fucking let them rob your rich-ass parents' house. Fuck you, kid. Go next door <laughs> with the fucking old neighbor. And let them mm-hmm. rob you, you that that house. Let him have a have a nice let it have a nice Christmas Eve with the old guy who's all alone. Yeah. Right. Let them rob. It's all insured. Yeah. Right. They freaking abandoned you. You know kid. the father. Why the, the actor? Yeah. He, he went yeah. to the same university I did. It's like if you go to the <laughs> university site and you you look up how many famous people went there. There's quite a few, but he's in there. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, and he's dead now. Instead, don't devise several ways where you actually permanently cripple or kill these people. Mm-hmm. It's just a waste of time. So we're doing Home Alone. So there, happy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but. But um, sometimes we get things so wrong that people write to us to tell us how stupid we are. And we call that segment. We were fucking wrong. Okay, so these are responses to... Frankenstein. What What show was it? Frankenstein. Frankenstein. We did a show about Frankenstein, all about guts and stuff, and people wrote in to either tell us that we're stupid or to give us more information. Mm -hmm. So who do we have first up? (coughs) Sorry. First is Red Meridian. Sorry to be a bummer, Jason, but Addy is right. Climate change is in an exponential process, so we literally don't have enough time. I think our extinction, I think that this is our extinction in the great filter. Politics and money have ruined everything. You're still wrong. I have hope in my heart. Yeah, you can wish I'll in feed one on hand all your and corpses. shit in the other <laughs> and see which one gets filled first. <sighs> right. I, you know what? As we keep going on, I, I I only find comfort in the fact that I will be long dead by the time it gets like cannibal bad. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, but maybe Hopefully. You, you know what your kids might still be alive. Well, thankfully, both of my you, children you told me they're not having keep kids. Keep moving farther north. <laughs> James and I were talking about moving to Vancouver the other day. That would be nice. I mean, I would be slightly closer to you. Yeah, you would, in a different direction. It'd still be, what, about 1,200 miles away? Uh, a little bit more than that, but yeah. Yeah, no, we've been we've been seriously thinking about becoming Canadian citizens. That is after Little Miss uh, graduates high school and goes to college. Yeah. Right. But you just yeah. keep moving farther north, and, you know, then you won't have to... <laughs> it'll become warmer. I mean, but it's... Mm. So, um, All right, next so, one. Uh, Francois Lacombe. A nuclear blast eliminates uh, emit. <laughs> I'm bad at this because we've—it's been so long. Uh, emits electromagnetic radiation across the entire spectrum with a peak emission in the X-ray range. It also emits an intense burst of neutro- uh, neurons, uh, neutrons, who are even more damaging. And then, of course, there's the shock wave that would turn you into mush soon after, being cooked by the emitted microwaves that would be uh, the least of your concerns. I think we were talking about mm. how, how microwaves would... would uh, which... What were we... What portion of the... I the, think... Yeah. I don't know. I think it had to do... I know that we had a discussion about weapons that have been developed as crowd dispersal. Ah, uh, yes. We were talking about that. Uh, that It looks like a pop filter, but it, what it does is it, it literally makes you shake so that you can't mm-hmm. do anything. 
Yeah. But there's a microwave dispersal one where if it is focused on you, you feel like all of your skin is on fire at the same time. I think that's how we got into that discussion. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I didn't grab the name for this one, but the person says, a cup of water might heat in a minute, so hopefully a baby would be safer for longer because there's more water to absorb the energy. Oh, okay. We were Did we literally to... talk about putting babies in microwaves? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were talking about how someone who was crazy put a baby in a microwave. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm laughing. I'm a horrible person. Uh, anyway, okay, so I got like, uh, let me see, go down to microbloganism. We're going to try and only do one for each person, even though you guys have, you know, sometimes you guys will comment lots. I, you guys have great comments. I hope comments that all the other and... listeners will go to those comments and read them so they know how wrong we are, you know. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, microbloganism. Although we do prove it when we do the show. <laughs> Uh, the Geneva Conventions doesn't apply to the actions of a country's police force against its own citizens. That's why they can use tear gas despite it being banned under it. I did not know that. Mm. Uh. Yeah, I think the Geneva Convention only applies to warfare between two different countries. God. But, it, I mean, there's human human rights violations that other countries oh, will accuse. Sure. And we can condemn them all we want, but yeah. here's the thing. We can't, unless we're willing to commit to a war to stop the government from doing it on humanitarian issues or, yeah. you know, to grant these people their rights. We only say we do it every once in a while when that country has something that we want. Yes, that's true. Like oil, or in the future, water. Hey, once <laughs> so. we start going and mining comments, uh, we'll probably we'll probably flood the market with cheap. It'll fuck things up. I'm pretty sure that it won't be a good idea bringing tons and tons and tons of gold to the earth. I mean, what we need, yeah. what we need, rare earth minerals. Yeah, we need helium. We definitely need lots of helium. I don't know where we're getting that unless we can make it out to the gas giants and figure out a way to stay in orbit and mine. Yeah. the the gases from those planets yeah um we need uh platinum we definitely need a lot of platinum Again, oh, yeah, I mean, like i do. said gold um uh uh, mm -hmm. uh homemade diamonds <laughs> uh <laughs> earth-made diamonds i mean we definitely need mm -hmm. we we do need those for certain things i mean we don't we don't need them to put on our fingers because they're technically just fucking rocks Right. But and we do, yeah we don't need to cause wars in other countries over them but diamonds are, are very useful yeah I don't think we're going to war over that. I think we'll go go to war over water, Ooh. or fertile, uh, or uh, uh, habitat habitat areas of land where you can still grow crops. That's honestly Arable as, as climate change yeah. progresses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the whole of the Amazon, but who needs that? Well, I mean, there's not going to be <laughs> an Amazon. Are you kidding? There? At the rate it's going? Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying we should just mow it all down, and then there we go. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm just I'm not. <laughs> um, no, we need uh, Golf, yeah we need helium. We need uh, we probably need hydrogen too. Definitely. Mm. Um, but I mean, we may be able to come up with a way to. I don't know how we're going to do this. Extract hydrogen from the atmosphere. Mm, mm. If we're doing it at that point. Well, I mean, fuck do it. we have a way? We don't have a way to separate it from water yet. That's fission. Yeah, yeah. And no, we don't. Yeah, we sh I mean, wouldn't that be amazing? But then we'd be using water all the time now, wouldn't we? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the petrochemical companies will figure out a way to make fission as sound as dangerous as possible so we don't adopt it right away until it's too late. Mm. You know. Awesome. Whatever. All right, so Sir Kitalot says, nope, an atomic bomb is the same as a nuclear bomb. It's general term for all nuclear weapons. Hey! Gesundheit! Ah, COVID. 
If you want to get into specifics, a fission bomb is what uh, was dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Uh, a fusion bomb, uh, often called a hydrogen bomb, uses a fission bomb to cause tritium and deuterium atoms, <coughs> isotopes of hydrogen, to fuse into helium, releasing energy into the form of a big nuclear pop. Yay, thank you. All thank right, you, cool. Sukitola. All right. None of these. Did you notice that none of these had anything to do with Frankenstein? Just the things that we no, were talking about. No, they were about still talking about shit that we either brought up during the show or were related to the previous you know one, the which last, was Daryl. Was really fun. Uh, oh, was well, it Daryl yeah. before that, or was it? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was. I don't know. Uh, all right, uh, a new new listener, I believe. Well, not a new listener, but a new commenter, uh, Chris Sundberg. Okay. It is possible. Hello, Chris Sundberg. It is possible to interface artificial components with the nervous system, and they've done it a lot. For example, they've gotten good at interfacing with the optic and auditory nerves. They have found that when interfacing with the optic nerve, they can simply feed visual information directly into the brain instead of discovering that the retina instead discovering that the retina are possible for a certain amount of image processing. Oh, okay. We were talking. You said that's not possible. And, and this, this is Daryl. Yeah. yeah, this guy's saying it, it kind of is. <clears throat> they have successful, successfully restored lost hearing through prosthesis interface directly with the auditory. I know. I have a deaf sister who considered this. Uh, it's a cochlear oh, implant. ocular. What are they, cochlear, cochlear implants? implants? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There are inspirational Good Feels videos aplenty showing a child hearing rain or the voice of their mother for the first time and the like. You'd be surprised. The deaf community actually, quite a few of them actually hate those videos. They do. They do. Um, which, I mean, I because don't Because they don't consider know what to themselves say. a culture on their own. They are. And I've been to Gallaudet University, which is actually the loudest fucking university in the world. Because <laughs> they all, okay. well, they turn up their stereos uh, so they can feel the vibration. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're considered, some of them will consider each other ousted if you're no, if you can hear with a cochlear implant. However, you can mm-hmm. shut the fucking thing off and not hear if you yeah. don't want to. Um, anyway, so he's, he continues. Um, one video I saw that not long ago contained a woman working through some preliminary tests with her doctor just after her, her having her prosthesis turned on for the first time. Then her fiance provo- proposed. The comedian in my I saw that one. The comedian in me wonders <clears throat> how the scene would have gone if she didn't want to marry him. Oh, yeah, she's like, no. <laughs> well, that's good. Is that all of them? That's the one. That's all the singles. Hooray. So what's up? What's up? What's what's up is we watched a movie that had a once famous and kind of no, now no, famous. No, 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 no. Yeah? You want to do Let Me Finish and this. What's going on? You've been desperate to do a Let Me Finish. Uh, uh, why don't we do that, do the thing first and then do that? Because there isn't much of this. Um, uh, there right, is, we'll yeah, that's true. You know there what? isn't Let's... a whole lot. Let's let's do all right. So uh, I can't go to nursing school. I already talked to you to you about that, but I can't go. Yeah, yeah. Finance shit, guys. <clears throat> yeah, because I live in the one of the worst countries for this kind of shit ever. I'm not not the happiest of people right now. Just not. Just not, Jason. Mm, sorry. But I'm also relieved. I told Jason that mm. because mm. I kind of feel like I like what I'm doing, but. Um, I'm okay. I'm not. I'm. I'm okay with it. Not with that not happening. So okay. How, what's going on with you? Well, that's good. What's going on with you? Nothing. 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 I work happened. at home. You didn't even. I don't go step out in a because pile I of dog take... shit anywhere. Or no, there's nothing going on, man. I doing this and making videos again when I want to. Yeah. On YouTube, but I mean, I work at home. I no longer commute. I don't go out unless I absolutely have to. I'm t- I'm treating COVID seriously as well as seriously Why? as I can. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I mean, it's like this whole year is just like one long day. You know, I, mean, I, get up, <coughs> I definitely I, agree. I shuffle to my desk. I go to work. You know, I talk to you. <coughs> you don't talk to me. I talk to tell, Steve. Tell them now. You talk to your boyfriend more than you talk to me. Oh my god! You talk to him every weekend. Never fail. I'm blessed because I have two best friends. Aww. Okay. You know what? I still think that what would be even cooler than doing a Lemmy Finish Cinetific would be a an episode of late seating Lemmy Finish, where we we do the in, it was like two and a half hours long. It's where every nine time hours we come long. to a plot point <laughs> where that's scientifically inaccurate, I go eh, and then we come in, and then it would be a blowout. It would be real fun. Yeah. I mean, we're doing a movie right now that I absolutely can't stand. What's that? I hate this. Home Alone, I hate it. Oh, I thought you were talking about you and, I... you and Steve. No, no, no. I'm talking about this movie. We already reviewed this movie. Oh, yeah, and this movie. And I didn't like it when I saw it, like, way back in the early 90s when it first came out. I saw it with my girlfriend wanted to see it. I just sat there and watched it, and I was like, who is this Who is this made for? What is... <laughs> why? I know it's made for little kids, but John, Jesus. John Hughes, man. This little... Come on. What? John Hughes. Now, it's one of those fantasy movies where if you actually left a little kid all by himself, he'd panic, cry, you know, probably try to go to the neighbor's house. Eventually, the cops would get involved. Yeah, and the, he would and be both, taken away, definitely. Not just him, the rest of their kids, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They would be like, you did what? You left, You left a, what is he supposed to be, 10, 9? Is he 7? 10, probably, yeah. 10 years old? And I know it's a comedy. I'm not supposed well, yeah, to take you it gotta, seriously. You got to think of it this way, though. For me, I was yeah. nine when that movie came out, came out, mm-hmm. and it was the biggest fucking thing ever at that point. And you loved it. Um, you loved it. I did. I did. I thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, fine, whatever. It just, you know, it wasn't made for me. I didn't enjoy it. It made me think too much. It was trying to do too many things. It was a comedy, but they wanted you to be like, oh, he got back together with his fucking deadbeat mom who (laughs) basically left their kid. There were so many, like, machinations in order to get him home. And also, I just didn't like... I don't like Macaulay Culkin as an actor when he was younger. Yeah, definitely now he's he's fun. He's he's definitely... Yeah. I'm glad to see that he's sane I, and he has a sense of humor about his career. I loved Saved. Have you seen that? Yeah, I saw Saved that too, and he was really good. Fucking at it. great movie. Do you think Jesus still loves me? No. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but I mean, have you ever? You've walked into a movie theater and sat down, and everyone loves the movie, and it's getting all these great reviews, and you're just like, "What the fuck <clears throat> is this?" There was, right? I remember one, like, back in, so back in my early 20s, uh, when, I, when I was probably, before I was a nurse's aide, but when I was uh, still uh, working at a gas station, yeah. <clears throat> uh, before I had met Dana, I pro, like, I, I, I used to go to the theater and take my expendable cash and sometimes watch uh-huh. two or three movies in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I remember this one day, I went to go see... <clears throat> I can't remember what the first movie was, and that was that. That sucks because that movie was actually pretty good. The second one was this goddamn movie with Julian Sands and oh, Jackie Chan. Was it the witch? Bleh? Julian Sands and what Jackie Chan. No, I'm going to IMDb right now. I'm sorry, Julian Sands and Jackie Chan. Oh, jeez. I was gonna say, is it the one where he plays? Was it Warlock? Was that the name of those movies? Oh no, I loved those movies. Those were campy and fun. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. All of those were great. All of those were great. Um, come on. <clears throat> um, all filmography as an actor. Well, when so I used in the to early two do... thousands. Wait, 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 wait. I, mm-hmm. I'm trying to come to get to a point here. Let me see. It was probably ninety. May have been ninety nine. Um, one night stand. Not boxing Helena because that was fucking great. Um, <laughs> that's David Lynch's daughter. Is it really? Yeah, she directed that. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Um, God, see. could you imagine dating David Lynch's daughter? The Medallion. Okay. It was called The Medallion, and I liked Jackie Chan, but I was just like, How can you not like Jackie Chan? Yeah, but I was just like, This is it. But the movie was horrible. It was the first time in my life where I was so disappointed. I actually walked to the counter <laughs> and I said, "Is can I get my money back if I thought the movie was terrible?" And they're like, "No." <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck you." I think that's I think that's changed now. You can. I'm not sure. You can, um, can you why can you do that? Why why would you be able to do that? Well, because you, you know, you rolls your dice, you pays your chance, you, you takes your chances. Yeah. You know. Uh, Hollywood is a big uh, racket, man. Especially with theaters, <laughs> just with fucking theaters and all that shit. It's just, it's. Well, just... they're going down. I don't think they're surviving this. Well, I, I that's what don't. I always say. I mean, we were talking about this one back be- right before COVID. We were like, if, the, if I don't think that movie theaters was. I mean, movies will always survive, and but mm-hmm. but the amount of money that they are making off of blockbusters, I don't think that's going to happen as much as it did used to because now what you're going to get is ten and eleven people sitting in a room renting one movie so they can all see it at the same time. That's not the same mm-hmm. as you get when you get the. You know, all ten of them spending fifteen bucks each, and then they buy the popcorn, and then they buy the, and then they, you know, the cheeseburger now, because <laughs> that's what you can do. Um, you know, and the advertisements at the movies to come see more movies. You know. Yeah. When I was, I think this was ninety five. Um, I was single. I was fourteen. I had a job, and I got a week's paid vacation, but I couldn't afford to go do anything. Right. And so I, was it 95? It had to have been. What year did, no, that wasn't it either. I know that what I planned to do was go see a movie every day and then go to the, a part of San Francisco that I had never really been to, right? Didn't have a car, had a bike, so I would ride around and do this stuff. And I remember one of the movies that I watched that year was Tank Girl. I loved it that. Been I loved that movie. <laughs> oh, it does not hold up. Doesn't hold up. But I think I saw Tank Girl, that piece of shit Congo. Do you remember that movie with the talking gorilla? Where the rocks fall and accidentally float in the water? (laughs) I don't remember that. Yeah, there's supposed to be rocks tumbling off the side. And and when they land, they land in the water and they float away. It was like, oh, oh, shit, you kept that in the shot, idiot. No, I think they were banking that that because Jurassic Park was such a blockbuster, anything written by Michael Crichton. Any of his books were going to... Yes, Sphere was terrible. Congo was terrible. I think I saw that. I saw watch Johnny uh, Johnny Mnemon- mnemonic. Uh, that was, was another that campy one that I still liked. Jason, I'm sorry. I just dude, oh, it was bad. I mean, but that was also the same year. I think I saw. I don't think it was out in the summer, but I know I saw it later. That was uh, uh, Twelve Monkeys. Was ninety five. That was good. I liked Twelve Monkeys. That was good. Yeah, yeah it was good. What was that? That's uh, that's I mean, Terry Gilliam. I'm sorry. Anything anything Terry Gilliam does. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine right. he and David but, Lynch trying to direct a movie together? No, they'd, they'd fight. They'd or fight. you think they'd, I'll direct one scene and you direct the other. That would be chaos. So that would be amazing. 
And then all of a sudden, uh, uh, oh my god, uh, 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 who did Pee-wee? Paul Rubens? No, no, one of the director. Uh, t- uh, Tim, Tim Burton? Tim Burton comes in. Excuse me. Excuse me, guys. No. You know what this, no, this needs? It, it no. needs larger teeth. You know what this needs? It needs really weird it sets It needs no teeth. From... <laughs> <laughs> but could you imagine you're going out with a girl. You fucked. You're getting really close to her. And she's like, I want you to meet my dad. And it's fucking David Lynch. <laughs> I could bet, yeah, I'd, he's, I mean, uh, you guys, uh, you guys, I you don't know think that he's he has weird a YouTube all the channel. Time. He's been doing yeah, that. Yeah, I know well. he has. Um, and he does his daily weather report and he calls the numbers. And yeah. every day I comment right. on every one of his videos at least once. Just, just because um, I'm like a regular in the comments section now. People are like, you love mm-hmm. David so much. Like, I say, um, <laughs> and, um, like a disturbing amount. Like a, no, there are people who comment. They like David Lynch dictates my life. Today, the number was that was called was five. So on my list, I'm gonna throw a turkey over my shoulder and then jump into the street. Like that, people write that shit. <laughs> this is what I write. He tells us the weather. He tells us a song that he's thinking about. Oh, I shit. tell him the weather. I tell him in Massachusetts, and I tell him what song I'm thinking about, and I tell everyone to have a great day. Then the number that gets mm-hmm. called up, this is what I do. Whatever number gets gets called, I say, I'm happy for the six people, or I'm happy for the two people. People will always come, come underneath. They're like, which two people? I never respond to them. Never. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You're not funny. I don't care. <laughs> I used to be a member of the YouTube atheist community. Nothing, nothing that you say will get under my skin. So stop it. Mm-hmm. Just stop. Just stop. I've had my phone blown up before. Like one day they were just like, you're a fucking idiot. Stop, stop doing this. Like, I'm like, no. <laughs> Please. Well, no, but he's, 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 he's getting older. Oh, you hear he might be directing a show called Wisteria. Okay. For Netflix. And it's supposed to be, I think, a Twin Peaks spinoff. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's strange is Wisteria Lane is the street that um, Desperate Housewives was, was on. And it also had Kyle MacLaughlin in it. And I'm, I'm wondering oh, if he's okay. kind of like, it's, it's so meta, you can't believe you're not even in the story. It's no story. It's just a <laughs> blank screen walking along the road. <laughs> All right, so let's do. Want to do a couple of these? Yeah, let's do the first one because the only thing is when they attack the house. All right, so, yeah, um, so when they start, so let's do like in. Let's try to do it in sequence. All right, so so what's the f- the first thing is he yeah, sets up the he sets up the coil on the door handle. This is before they've broken mm-hmm. into the house, and my thought, my thinking is, I'm sorry, Kevin. No matter how much brick is in that house, it would have set the house on fire. It would have set the door on fire, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing. If a brass doorknob is visibly red in the dark, then it's been heated to about 750 50 degrees Fahrenheit, or 399 degrees Celsius, somewhere around there. And wood is just um, a little bit less than that, isn't it? It's like, I mean... Right. <laughs> I mean, one second contact with something that's 150 degrees Fahrenheit or 68 degrees Celsius... Um, if it's water, is enough to cause third-degree burns. Yeah. One second of contact with just that. This is a doorknob that is that is at 751 degrees. Okay? So it's his hand wouldn't have burst into flames, but not far off from that. 
he wouldn't just have a burnt hand. And He'd have a charred hand. Not just that, but right? the fact that he immediately put it into snow. Yeah, he put it directly Which into is, snow. You're it not matter. supposed to do that. You, when people put their hand in cold water after burning it, I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Just just wait until the pain mm-hmm. is gone because if you 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 do that, it causes water to surface underneath your skin almost immediately. Uh, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if people not, uh, a lot of people know this, but the the problem with the burns um, after the superficial part about uh, getting burns on large portions of your body is dehydration. Mm-hmm. Water yeah, immediately goes to the surface of the, the the underneath the dermis of the skin and begins to well up underneath it. It's it's very dangerous mm-hmm. dehydration after yeah. after burns like that. So, uh, but what they <clears> depicted uh, here's the thing: had he grabbed the doorknob at 750 plus degrees. When he let go, his skin would have remained on the doorknob. Oh, yeah. No, you okay. would have seen bone, too. Yeah. And even if he put it in the snow, he's permanent. He's lost the ability to use that hand for the rest, for, not just for the rest of the movie, for the rest of his life. Because um, there would have been something that's called uh, contracture, mm-hmm. where the resulting scar tissue, after they did the skin grafts on his hand, <laughs> mm-hmm. he would no longer have full use of the hand at all. Mm-hmm. Right? So I know it's, it's a jokey joke thing, but when you show things to kids... And he's put a coil on the door that could permanently. I mean, really, if you see some, if you see metal glowing red, mm-hmm. never touch it, ever, never. But this guy is like, I put it into the snow and I'll be fine. I'm just a little hurt. That's all. No, you would have. This was potentially a life-ending injury on his hand because now he has exposed um, muscle. You know, it's possible that the the blood in the in his muscle tissues or in the tendons could have boiled. Yeah, he could have, he may have the done muscles, permanent. yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, let's talk about the BB gun. Shoots him in the testicles. So uh, do you think that yeah. he would be walking around much after an injury like that? It would have hurt, um, but a BB, a BB gun usually has a, like a muzzle velocity of 350 feet. He um, shot it in the point-blank range, though. Yeah, but 350 feet per second or less, it's a BB gun. So at the close range, because he hit, he shoots him in the in the head first, right? Yeah. Or does yeah? Does he shoot him in the testicles first or the head? It's the head, isn't it? The head, yeah. So the BB probably would have been under the skin. It would have hit the skull and then kind of squirreled around inside until its velocity had slowed, you know, the the muscle and skin tissue. Like, he doesn't have any muscle on his forehead. But, I mean, it would have slowed down the BB and it would have squirreled around. So he would have had this BB Underneath in his forehead. Skin. Yeah, and head, would, head wounds as a general... Uh, just generally bleed a lot. Sorry, I'm still thinking like that lot. if he if he got shot <laughs> and it went through the pants into into his pants, he would he would mm-hmm. not be walking around happily. I mean, out mm-hmm. after that, but he's um. We see him running. We see him doubtful jumping. It would. Yeah, that's true. It's doubtful it would have penetrated his scrotum. Mm. Um, and it may not have even penetrated the fabric. Yeah. But I've been shot with a BB gun at fairly close range, and I was shot in the arm. Oh, speaking of which. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. Fucking hurt. I was wearing a winter coat when when I got shot, and it caused a welt, and it hurt like fucking hell. And he got, he's just wearing slacks, like wool slacks or something, Mm. right? So, yeah, he would have been down. He would have been down for a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. 
He could have used the ice for that. He could have picked up a scoop full of ice and, and applied it onto his nuts. That would have felt good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ice on your balls, guys. Um, no, I, um, I, I would say, speaking of which, uh, for the let me finish portion, I wanted to say that uh, for yeah. uh, a, a short while um, before I, I went to see the doctor, I thought I had uh, testicular cancer. Oh, Lord. And then uh, I they why what happened? Well, there's a lump. There was a lump on my testicle, um, and I oh, okay. I went to an NP, a very handsome young man who was in his probably just just freshly became an NP. Played with my <clears throat> balls for a little bit, yeah. and it was nice. Right. Um, and then he sent me to get an ultrasound, which is a few weeks later, mm-hmm. where an old lady who was very nice and very delicate also played with my balls. <laughs> <laughs> and I found out that I found out that I don't have testicular cancer. Um, well, what was it? It was it, apparently that the walls of your balls harden as the yeah. older you get, and yeah. um, they just kind of get tough. And uh, they're, the portion where the vas deferens connected connects to the testicle uh, was just a little extra. It was a little thick. T h a t h i c c. Did you? Huh? Because this is the first I'm hearing of it. <clears throat> you didn't. I, I was like freak out. Um, eh, I was a little worried, but I mean, the thing is, if you catch it fast enough, they just kind of go, "Hey, you can have one ball New or balls. die." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we have a friend who's gone through it. Uh, yeah. Well, my well, you, you, I have one that passed away. Really, from the same thing? Uh, uh Dave. Yeah. Uh, Dave, no, I'm talking about. Angus. No, I know you were talking about Angus. I'm saying I oh, lost. Okay. The, I lost. They didn't catch it quickly enough, and it was all in his spine. Oh, yeah. No. Dave the drummer, mm. Dave the man, Dave the man who gave me way too much pot one night. <laughs> the which is any pot. Which is any, <laughs> nah. I'm thinking about smoking pot again. I'll do it on the show. Okay, you, we've got to do it. Do it live on the show, please. Uh, no, I will so literally. So when you start I, freaking out, I will. I will go <laughs> dispensaries. There's nice dispensaries everywhere now. I just walk in. Yeah. I'll take one nug. I'll take one hit. Blow it out. Put it out, and then you just know sit what? You don't even happens. have to do that anymore. You can just get some gummies. Does that get you high though? Oh, yeah, <clears throat> it does. It does. Uh, what's the lowest you can get? Like half a milligram, or like? I don't know. I've never tried that. I've never tried the edibles. I want to take the lowest dose possible and not get fucking wiggy. Uh, Well, you know, bite the head off the gummy and see if that does anything. (laughs) Right before work. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) All right, so. Okay, so at the same door where they get shot, he's rigged up um, a blowtorch. Uh, yeah, so it, oh, right. uh, oh, no, yes, but you're forgetting that he slips on the steps and falls, and falls on his cock. Oh, yeah, that's Probably true. with he how, falls on his spine. how heavy, how heavy he is. That, and the force of the imp- yeah, That would have broken his coccyx. Because remember, when you slip backwards on, uh, on ice, uh, the speed of your slip contributes to the impact, not just your weight. I fell once so you can... just on my left ass cheek. I was running, mm-hmm. and I was running on one of my favorite trails, and there was a patch of ice. I was trying to avoid the patches of ice, and I was like, I was like, skit, 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 ah, and flailed my hands around, and all of <laughs> every bit of my weight came down just on my left ass cheek. And when the next day, my entire ass cheek was nothing but a purple bruise. I, I, I mm-hmm. it was just one, it was one regular butt cheek and one purple butt cheek, mm-hmm. one grimace butt cheek. Um, yeah. So, all right. So, so in the movie, yeah. he's rigged up a blowtorch that will burn anybody who comes in. And um, Harry comes in, it goes off. 
and it burns he has a hat on but it burns his scalp yeah it melts right? it mel- it's a ni- it's nylon and cotton i think because it melts to his head yeah exactly um and he just stands there and i timed it he stands there for approximately seven seconds right seven S- uh... seven seconds because he said there uh... right um, so we don't know what the temperature of the blowtorch is, right? But it is open flame as depicted <clears> in the movie. It's like, it's got a bluish kind of tint at where it's emitting from the blowtorch. And then it's more like a, just a standard flame. Now, if it was seven seconds, it wouldn't be a second degree burn. It would be a third degree <laughs> burn, wouldn't it? It's what they now call a full thickness burn. Um, and remember, guys, it doesn't take much to try this at home. Um, try to pinch the skin that's on the top of your head. You you won't be able to do it unless you have some sort of, you know... Tweezers. Disorder. Like these. You can use tweezers if you want. The skin on the top of your head, is it terribly thick? But it's very vascular. It's not super thick. It's very vascular. It's really you don't have to vascular. do a whole lot of cutting to get to your skull, right? So more than likely, this flame would have um, burned to the skull bone, uh. which would mean that the skin and bone tissue on his skull would be damaged Mm -hmm. (laughs) and rotted so that basically his skull bone at that point would be dying. He would probably have to have a transplant. A bone transplant? After five... No, no, a bone transplant. You just... I said said a bone transplant and you said no, a bone transplant. Oh, I thought you said brain transplant. (laughs) Sorry. Um, because <laughs> the bone, the bone there, nothing can withstand seven seconds of open, direct open flame. Nothing. And even if his skin hadn't burned away, it would still have damaged the bone underneath it to the point in which the bone would be dying. It would start at a, it would start at a critical point. And when he goes to the hospital, they would have to then create a flap if they could more than likely they would just cut the dead tissue away and he would get not only a bone transplant but then another skin graft Mm -hmm. to replace that entire area this was not something that he could humorously walk away from also they'd be removing the nylon cap from from his his head head. god all right. You don't see too many burns where you are, do you? I don't see what? Burns? Where you work. Burns? Yeah. Not very often. No, I see wounds. Lots of wounds. Do you see bed sores, right? Bed sores that people just didn't do any... I, I've seen people who've been laying in bed and for so long that they don't have uh, they don't have gluteus anymore the ass has Ugh. been worn away to nothing but bone uh, you can see Ugh. the bone on the inside and and these nurses are still still taking care of the wounds mm. um i've seen i've seen uh dr- wound drainage i've seen uh i've seen um wound vac you ever seen this a wound vac mm-hmm. no you haven't a wound vac no yeah. Uh, so what the wound, so some of the wounds will uh, constantly leak fluid, uh, which is obviously a breeding ground for bacteria. What they do is they put yeah. a piece of foam in the shape of the wound over it, and then they take this piece okay. of sticky plastic and put it over that. They cut a small okay. hole in the sticky plastic, and then they attach a tube that looks like a stethoscope, but it sticks to it, and it, and sucks it goes the into fluid a vacuum, the and, it, yeah, and that shit stinks Ugh. so bad. But I would it saves the person's life, so there's that. Can't they graft it or No nope. no 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 it's already usually these are already infected so it's you can't shut just or... you can't just go No 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 that that'd be like that'd be like you know. putting cheese into the into into the taco <laughs> like 
Stay close <laughs> a shot or a burrito more more a better eh. I don't know how you do your job. I honestly I love don't. taking care of people. Honestly. I know you love taking care of people, but the things that you are that you are comfortable with are things that I could never Dude, get. I've had a person with. vomit in Ever. my eyes. I've been had I've had a person shit on my hand. <laughs> See, I would burn I, my hand off and then I would blind myself if any of those I've things. I've had a person to pee down my leg. I I mean, it's different. I've had shit on my hand and babies, you get it. You I know mean, what? That no, happens, I, but it's your baby and there's a thing that comes on turns on when it's, a, it's a your baby. Yeah, no, I I well, see this is the thing. I I I've I've often thought what it would be like to have to work in say a, a children's ward. I don't think I could do it. If it were dealing with a lot of the same <laughs> stuff, I don't I don't think I could do it. <coughs> I mean, <coughs> first few weeks might be fine. Then after it would probably get under my skin and I wouldn't be able to do it. But old, I don't know why it's mm. I don't know why I'm perfectly fine. I'm like, no, you're old. Just you need my help. It's fine. Um, mm. But mm. let's see. So if you're gonna get hit in the head with an iron, that's probably the best place. So that's pretty accurate. <laughs> The front of the, the front if of the skull. If you're gonna get hit in the head with an iron, <laughs> that is probably the best place. It hits him right, and it's hot too. It's a hot iron. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, um, and then uh, he goes up the. He does he step on the nail at that point, and then. Well, here's the thing. We gotta address the iron. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's assume he dropped it from the first floor. Mm -hmm. Okay, and about 15 feet, maybe. <laughs> And the steam iron that he drops weighs... Did you do the math? If it had water in it, about four pounds. Maybe oh less. Oh my god, is there a kinetic right. energy calculator that you did? Um, I've looked up a lot of stuff in this because I hate this movie so much. Um, and it hits Marv in the middle of his face. Okay, mm -hmm. That would be enough force to fracture the bones surrounding his eyes. Okay, You're dropping a weighted object in the middle of his face and it's known it's what they call a blowout fracture mm -hmm. okay which can lead to you know his face being fucked up and dis disfigured even if he saw treatment but um what would probably happen right away if he didn't pass out because if you notice where the iron mark is on his forehead is right where his frontal lobe is mm -hmm. but that's his prefrontal cortex yeah, that's what i was trying to say is if you're gonna, that's actually one of the best places to get hit if you do get hit. That's what that, in the that face? no, right here on the head. I'm point where I'm pointing to, right at right here on the crown right. of your front of your skull. But it, but the, it was only the point of the iron that was on his forehead. The rest of the impact would have been on his face. Mm -hmm. It would have been on his occipital, uh, at least on. I'm trying to remember what direction it was on. Mm -hmm. I think his left eye. All right, so it would have been enough. To I actually blow found a kinetic sock. energy calculator. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's just falling. So that's 9.80 meters per second, right? right. Um, and uh, the mass of it would probably be six kilograms, would you say? Is that about four pounds? So, so no, less? that's 12 pounds. An iron, an iron. Oh, 12. Uh, no iron. Well, unless it's an actual iron iron. Let, all right. Let's change it down. Yeah. So let's say uh, you say six pounds. So that's that's about three kilograms. Yeah. Sorry. Right, so yeah. that is 144 joules of energy. Uh-huh. And we're looking for, I'm looking for a different, oh God, never mind. <laughs> I'm not the best scientist, but that's a, that's a lot. It's a lot of force, right? Mm. So he would probably have some facial fractures. Oh yeah. He'd definitely have double vision if he wasn't knocked unconscious, mm. right? From the impact. Um, so, I mean, it's like, mm -hmm. okay, fine. Teach kids that dropping an iron wouldn't do anything. I mean, in the second movie, Kevin is throwing bricks from like four stories up and hitting them in the head repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. 
No, that would have killed them. That could kill them. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, it wasn't a that great. That would have killed okay. them outright. Marv gets it in the center of his forehead from four stories up and a brick. That's death. That's not anything else. That would that have caved that in his some forehead. Brain damage. Yeah. 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 At least bleeding, yeah. right? So, no, no, I hate it. I don't like it. This is a violent movie. I feel bad for the guys. <laughs> um, here, let's go to the next one here. Um, Pink hits. Um, after that, uh, that fall would have broken his... The, the second fall would have broken the back when he falls down the stairs with the nail. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, that would have broken his back. The nylon would have melted right. to his head. I already said that one. I'm pretty sure that those Christmas ornaments were glass and there would have been a lot more blood. A lot. They were like they were like Wait, has, thick ass yeah. knickknack ornaments like And they were getting into the arch of his foot. Uh and they were it, it was, was like everywhere. He he's just walking around like like nah, I'm just gonna shake it off and I'm fine because I'm a man. Right. I remember when they hit the micro machines, they fall over again onto their spines. Oh god. How many unprotected falls to the spine can you get repeatedly before you've started to do permanent damage to yourself? I don't know. Evil Knievel. I mean, <laughs> but he's an exception, so. <laughs> he's held together with glue. He was held together with glue. <laughs> uh, the crowbar, the crowbar and, that they hit, he gets hit with I definitely would have broken some get... ribs. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, when he's like, well, all that... right, so when he puts the spider on his face and then he tries to mm. use the crowbar and he hits him in the face with it. But then he goes, "Would you? How do you like it?" And he takes it back and hits him back. It, it that would have broken yeah. his ribs. Ribs are really let's easy let's to break. gloss over the fact that he got hit in the face <laughs> with, a with a fucking crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> happened to me yesterday. Come on, man. What's going on? Hey. <laughs> um, I mean, so now we get to the thing that more than likely might have killed them. Outright. Oh, the rope? Huh? No, the paint cans. Oh yeah! How much is I mean, what's a gallon? A so gallon in the movie, paint? he ties paint cans to strings and throws them over the balcony. They swing down and hit both of them in the face. Yeah, not anywhere else, just in the face. <laughs> okay, so if he's got. If it's a full paint can, and I don't know if they were or not. They may not have been full paint cans. Yeah, they had paint dripping right. down the sides, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But, I mean, a full paint can weighs about weighs about 10 pounds. Oh, God. Right? And if, the, <laughs> and if the rope is 10 feet long, then they would take two kilonewton hit to the face, which is enough to uh, fracture a lot of their facial bones, right? And not not like little hairline fractures, like breaking their face open, mm-hmm. right? Um, and would more than likely would have knocked them out cold. He swings them first, right? so that would add more yeah. potential energy. And also it would, not, energy. Yeah, it would so. have, yeah, it, it would have knocked their teeth out. Mm-hmm. Probably. Right? <laughs> Which I'm would not have been funnier. Gonna, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wish every injury that he accumulated... They, they they magically survived, but it actually showed what it would look like. Like physical damage. <laughs> like, like, their noses are smashed sideways. Their faces Mars melting. face face is destroyed. One yeah. of his eyeballs of his is popped is, out of its socket. Yeah, it's black and charred. <laughs> you can see Harry's skull. His other hand is still smoldering. Actually, oh, that reminds me of a comment that somebody else, uh, was it Skid- uh, Sir, Sir Kittelot made a few months back? 
about landing in lava, where he said you you oh, wouldn't just land you in skitter the lava around and skitter like, around like a, a pallet of butter and a frying a pan. A pad of butter and a hot More skillet, likely, yeah. His hand would probably do something close to that. Like, it would immediately... The, 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 the water in his hand would immediately begin would. to boil. And yeah. it would and yeah. it would not just steam, but it would he would he would like <laughs> right. And, and I he think holds at that on intensity, for a sec- he holds on for like two seconds. Yeah, he does. So he can scream. Yeah. about the pain, which is fun. Um, because no. billion dollars worldwide. <laughs> uh, okay, so now they're trying to cross a rope. Two stories. Uh, yeah, up. two men average uh, one hundred and seventy pounds each on a rope that mm-hmm. is just meant for what. I don't and know. it's tied between the house a kid, and the... Maybe. Yeah, a kid. I, I have no doubt that the rope could probably hold them. There's no fucking way that Harry is hand over hand going across that rope after what he's done to his hand. There's no way. Mm. Even in the even in the cartoon logic of the movie where he burned his hand and it was like, oh, and I put it in ice. We are talking about at least his hand blistered, right? Uh-huh. But he's going across it. Then he cuts the rope, and they fall down, and they hit the wall. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh yeah, no, no that would have that would have that would have killed them. <laughs> that that may have killed them. Although I have um, to say, so if you look at the length between the house and the treehouse, they are about halfway in between it. They are on the right. the the length is the length uh, that appears from the center. They would not have landed mm-hmm. by smacking against the brick wall. No, they would have landed, landed on the ground. On the ground which where, mm-hmm. what are they about? From from looking, they you, they show their view down, and it looks like mm-hmm. it's about fifteen feet in the air. The way they should have fallen was not like a Tarzan swing. Mm-hmm. Okay, when the rope was cut, they would immediately start to drop downwards. The rope would then become taut and influence how they were going to fall. But they wouldn't immediately go into a swing position like they were in a Tarzan. They would continue to start going down feet first, mm-hmm. even if they were holding on to the rope. So they should have hit the ground and drove their knees up into their thighs or broken their ankles. Like a car accident or... does to people who put their their uh-huh. feet up on the on the fucking dashboard yeah but instead they hit the side which is probably a better way to land because it distributes the impact across your entire body mm-hmm. rather than in like a key point right so if for example if you land on your feet you're absorbing all of that impact through your feet your ankles your lower leg bones mm-hmm. your knees are going to be impacted but if you land kind of flat it distributes that impact across your body and it makes it it's still going to fucking hurt more than likely one of them would have broken their ribs you know um, them impacting against each other right mm-hmm. would have caused some damage probably wouldn't have killed them but they wouldn't be getting down right away and um, you know uh, you know running after him like they did mm-hmm. nothing they do is they, they're not Looney Tune characters these are people mm-hmm. but okay. me, me. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm saying I'm not even even after all of those injuries I'm pretty sure that that thin sheet metal shovel wouldn't have knocked them out um, let's let's observe that for <clears throat> a second okay these gentlemen Okay, so at the end of the movie, they get knocked out by an old man with an aluminum shovel, right? Up until this point, these guys have suffered through things that should have outright knocked them out, killed them, broken their bones. Set them on fire. And an old man with an aluminum shovel manages to knock them both out. Right. Now, we know the old man. He doesn't look that strong, does he? <laughs> I gotta tell you, 
old dudes, even if they're skinny old dudes, can be pretty fucking uh-huh. tough. Okay. So when you hit someone on the back of the head hard enough mm-hmm. to knock them unconscious, you're hitting the area of the brain that processes what? A movement? Sight. Sight? <laughs> That's where your tired. optic Don't nerves go to the back of your head. I should know. So it's if he hit them hard enough, to knock them unconscious they've done damage to the brain okay it's not like when when you're one when you give the one two punch in a boxing match you're actually uh, affecting certain nerves that go up to the brain that causes you to go unconscious right if you get hit in the front or onto the sides you're doing enough shock to the brain where it's where you're passing out if you're hitting someone in the back of the head you're doing enough damage to actually cause brain damage mm-hmm. right this is the so they, reason why when john wick was hit in the back of the head in the first movie they were able to kick mm-hmm. his ass right then i see this debate all the time but he's john wick he got hit he was not expecting it he got hit mm-hmm. in the back of the head with a baseball bat yeah. Sci- science yeah. over. Stop it. Stop arguing. <laughs> science over. And one last little thing. Is it possible to bite off somebody's finger? Yeah. Yeah, it is very yeah. possible. And he actually did bite Macaulay Culkin's finger accidentally. Could you bite through the bone or do you take it off at the knuckle? Oh, no. Severed between the knuckle. Although you probably, uh, yeah. the force of a bite could probably break the bone. Here's something that I never calculated. Could Harry legitimately bite off a little kid's finger? Oh, sure. Sure. <laughs> And was he going to actually do it? Yeah. Yeah. Why did we need that? Why? Why couldn't it have been? You no, know, he stab accidentally this kid did bite a little too hard and left a mark on uh, on Macaulay Culkin. No, he. Yeah. No, yeah, he, he did. Didn't. Yeah, he did. He apologized profusely, but I mean, still, he was just. <laughs> I don't think I've never been bitten hard enough to draw blood. Uh, I'm think. pretty sure one of my kids did, but they. It wasn't like they knew. They. They just. They just bit, and then they. I was like, ah, you little shit. And I smacked uh-huh. them across the face and threw them down the stairs <laughs> and then locked them in Never the basement. Do that again. And I said, now you eat the poo down there. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I've been bitten a couple of times in play mm-hmm. by an adult that went past my comfort level but the skin was never broken mm-hmm. you know so i don't know i can't even imagine how that would feel uh right james bit my back once uh just playfully but it was just ever so slightly too hard and i was like fuck come on mm-hmm. no no <laughs> i mean i get it you're like rough and tumble and all that stuff but i mean i've never and this is just me personally i've never wanted to engage in play like that where it actually leaves marks and hurts i know that there's an entire segment of the population that like it i'm not kink shaming this is just me no shame saying, fine no i'm kidding yeah i mean the closest thing that ever happened was i got elbowed i did some i tickled something wrong or something but i got elbowed in my nose <gasps> Ooh. and blood just went everywhere just like immediately i think i've everywhere. told this on and on the i'm sorry keep going so I ran into the bathroom, and, and now that was uh, 60 times is over. I'm packing my nose with ice, and I legitimately thought it was broken. I thought, great, now I get to go to the hospital. And when they say, how did this happen? I had <laughs> to say, well, I was having sex, and she elbowed me, and then... Thing. But, I mean, I bled for, like, 
an hour after that. And I didn't know how long you wait to go to the hospital if your nose doesn't stop bleeding. Um, I know now. Yeah. But <laughs> immediate, like if it's like 10 minutes, you, you should be you should be going. But like when pain starts, it's like my mood goes away. It's like, no, now, now I've got a pain, pain boner. <laughs> um no i i was gonna say okay so we're in the let me finish portion i don't know how many people have listened yeah. to the other shows so the story i'm about to tell is one of the stories that i would tell on that show okay i, I think that i've told it before i don't know but there was this time where i was i was, I was fucking dana up against the wall okay and i i pulled out to to come on the floor because i didn't i wasn't wearing a, a well condom. yeah of course Naturally. Um, I mean, and, and I, you know, I, <laughs> all right, so I'm done. And she steps away, and I'm like, oh, I just need a paper towel because it's all over the floor. <laughs> it's just, it's just, and I'm like, all right, And fine. you slipped in it, and it became a no, comedy no, no, sex no, no, thing. No. <laughs> I reached down with, with the, the paper towels, but what I didn't realize that was, was that Dana was leaning over me such that her face was right over my head while I was leaning. Oh. And I stood up real quick and went, boom hit her right smack in the nose with the back of my head with the back of my head oh. and she, her teeth her eyes immediately turned red and her nose was like side I didn't know if I'd broken her fucking oh. nose or whatever that I was just like she was like oh my fucking I'm like oh my god I fucking broke my your goddamn nose I was like I mean at least the sexy time was over for us <laughs> <laughs> No. Was she okay? Oh, she was fine. It wasn't broken. It was just made her nose, made her fucking, you know, water, or made her eyes water and everything. Like she didn't get black eyes or anything, did she? Say it again. She didn't get black eyes. Ah, uh, I don't think so. No, no. So I didn't have to okay, like good. pretend I wasn't <laughs> wife wife beater. <laughs> 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 I mean, there have been, like, I would get a cramp. Oh, you know? that happens to me pretty often, and I gotta tell you. It happens more as you get older. Well, this is the thing. I, I stretch, I exercise, but this thing, if I am yeah. if I am joyously riding my, you know, I am riding, you know, a cock. If my if my calf is worked <laughs> up, you know, how a girl and you know, yeah, yeah. rides, my calf is worked up behind, underneath my thigh, it will immediately mm-hmm. tighten up into a, a, to a fucking fist. Every time, every fucking time. And I'm like, I got to stop. And then I got to stretch out my leg. And I'm like, this is, yeah. this is stop. Just you fucking stop it. You know, <laughs> cause you know, there's other things we could be doing right now. Like riding a juicy mm-hmm. cock. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So does this movie scientifically hold up? No, great. No, it gets an <laughs> F. <laughs> it gets an it F. Gets, it gets an F. But I don't think they were trying. So here's the thing: I don't think they were trying for realism at any point in the movie. No, no, definitely right? not. No. But there's a big difference between cartoon violence when it occurs on cartoons and cartoon violence when you're showing children, mm-hmm. right? And that's the problem that I have with this: is that the things that Kevin is doing are very dangerous, and it doesn't cause a comic, Do you, think pl- you know, pratfall. Had they made a secondary movie that followed what would happen logically in real life if he did these things to these people where they yeah. arrest those guys, sure, but they also bring Kevin to meet a clinical psychologist. 
And the clinical psychologist is like, all right, you gotta sit here because you violently beat two men mercilessly mm-hmm. until they right. were unconscious with broken backs and, and broken skulls and burned And hands. broken <laughs> Kevin, we need to know what's going on in your mind. In the meantime, you have to stay right. in the padded cell. Not if, well, they don't do Kevin, that. Kevin, this was your go-to. This was the, this was this like... was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> The, the, the things that you created on the fly were like potentially life-ending things, Kevin. Like Ed, you killed them. They, like we're we're not even lying anymore. You, you murdered. You murdered right. them. I mean, yeah, they broke into your house, but it's not it's not like you're doing it. And you're not you're not killing them in self-defense because you could have just hidden, and they probably wouldn't have hurt you. I mean, we know he's sitting on a lot of anger because of his family yeah. and because of, uh, you know, the kid that wets the bed that he had to his share own brother bed with. In real life. No, that wasn't his brother. It was no, uh, it, that in cousin. In real life. That's his brother. Oh, yeah. well, no. Was yeah, it? That's, uh, I think that's Kieran or Is Rory. It? I can't okay. remember. One of the bro- one of his younger brothers. Uh, yeah. I know. That, that whole family started pumping out kids just to make the parents money. Mm. Um, but, I mean, the, the psychology behind it is also a little is a little off, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's just a precocious kid. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, he knows exactly what he's doing. I, you know what? I want to point this out to his psycho- psychology, right? Remember when he ordered a pizza? Yeah. And he made the pizza delivery guy go to the back to deliver the and pizza? And made him think he was getting shot at? And made him sh- think that he was getting shot at? Why did he do that? Why did he terrify some poor some poor jerk in in the middle of winter at night not only go around to the back, but then terrify him. Is that then to imply (laughs) that the movie itself, which he couldn't watch the first time, had deadened his soul such that he was then then a psychopathic killer? He took immense pleasure in terrifying this this poor minimum wage worker who had just delivered him food. Yeah. And he's like, you know what would be funny? I'll terrify him. This rich white kid. (laughs) Yeah, there's that. Yeah, they should they should redo <laughs> Home Alone, but where it would make sense to defend your home. Well, I think someone did it. It was an awful movie. It was an awful movie where some kid is defending something. I don't know what it is, but it was more violent where he was actually like killing terrorists. I can't remember. That sounds kind of cool. Movie I would was. watch that. It was awful. It was a stupid movie. But I mean, <laughs> you know, but but basically that's Die Hard with a kid. Oh no, but I'm that's sorry. The Purge is kind of. It's kind of like it's kind of like Home Alone, but but more violent. Okay, so so Kevin McAllister becomes president of the United States and initiates the purge. That's how it happened, right there. <laughs> if I have to defend my home when I'm a child, everyone has to do it. <laughs> like maniacally. <laughs> <laughs> But that's only after he gets out of they 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 would pump they would pump him full of full of drugs they they would yeah what's so uh what's going on in that rich home of yours oh is it the fact that he has uh uh affluenza where he's never had yeah, to face any consequences bit. um I would think that might have something that's, to that's do with a two, it two three They're million pre- dollar home fucking serious it's a huge house it's a fucking mansion okay just because it's on a street like the other mansions on the street yeah there's a reason why marv and harry are targeting that house (laughs) based on no information they think it's just filled to the brim with like you know stuff that they can make money off of we never see any evidence of that but i mean the families are going on going 
for Christmas they're going to Paris. The value of that home um, is one point six million dollars. Now? Now. In- I would think it would be higher than that. Um, I mean, the market isn't really that good. <laughs> hmm. The house is is fucking ridiculous. That that's. <laughs> Oh my god! I just I said I just want to set it on I'm fire, <laughs> not with people in it, but you know, obviously, yeah, get the people out first. I want them to see their house burn. <laughs> it, I don't want you inside the house burning and dying. I want you painfully uh... watching your your, and then I want you to know that your insurance company went bankrupt last year and you you didn't. You, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, Marvin Harry should have sued him. Oh, they could have. Then they would have made their money. Yeah, they could have. I mean, there had to be backlash to this. Oh, yeah. Right? They got. They were put in jail. And the first thing they would have said was, this jerk kid, while they're being treated for their injuries in the hospital... <laughs> what were they even going to steal? I got to say, though, inside the house, other than the yeah. TV and VCR or whatever... Yeah. What did right. you see in there that was so valuable? That was really valuable. He just stood in the. He just stood in the entryway. Remember, because yeah. Harry infiltrated as a cop, uh-huh. and he was just looking around. Um, but he couldn't have seen anything. I think he assumed that they had a lot of money, mainly because they just spent like a hundred and thirty dollars on pizza or something. Oh my god! Oh, fucking. How many? Oh, no, were... that means the show no, is over. <laughs> I'm just yawning a hole. <laughs> 10 uh-huh. pizzas back in 1990. Like, that had to have... I gotta say, though, his family is kind of shitty. They yeah, are, They're they all are. shitty to each other. I mean, Kevin's shitty, but they, they're kind of shitty. We're gonna force you to sleep with the kid that pees the bed? Now you have mm-hmm. to? Why? Let me sleep right. on the couch. I mean, not, not just mm-hmm. that, but I ate all your pizza and we couldn't buy two cheese pizzas? The fuck? And then when um, I get upset about it, you're going to... Here's the I'm thing. I'm seeing it from my point of view There was now, plenty Jason. of other kinds of pizza, you fucking crybaby. There are lots <laughs> of people who just don't like toppings on pizzas. And if it... Now, then don't if it, fucking eat Everybody pizza. else got their own individual pizza. His brother ate it to be a piece of shit. Well, and sure. Then, His brother and did then when, to be. when Kevin reacted the way that a 10-year-old normally would react... Everybody's like, uh-huh. how dare he get upset that his brother said he's going to barf up his pizza? I'm sorry. I'm seeing it from as <laughs> me. This is how my family. They're, they're, how dare you get upset at me being a total and complete piece of shit towards you? I mean, I'm okay. only hitting you so- and punching you and stabbing you and stealing from you. No one no. laid a finger the, on him. They all the judged point him. Is his his older brother was a piece of shit to him, and all he did was knock over some milk and soda. That's literally what yeah. happened. Oh my god! He tried this. No, I know. Everyone in the room stopped like, to stare huh? at him. Everyone in the room stopped to stare at yeah. him. And then he right? called him a little jerk. It's like. So here's the yeah. thing. I I think that was all inside Kevin's mind. I think he's so. I think he is psychologically disturbed. I. <laughs> I think if we saw it from the family's point of view, they were just going about their business. Buzz or whatever his brother's name could have been lying the entire time. <laughs> Chase Pizza is just sitting somewhere else. You know, it's he does kind of quip at his mom real quick, though. He's like, he's like, I don't think I ever want to see you again my entire life. Right? Yeah. 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 He, I'm surprised he didn't take out a knife right then and there. <laughs> Excuse me, mom. <laughs> this is Grandpa's razor blade. <laughs> slashes her throat and she falls down the steps and i gotta say what's the psychology of the mother she's like she both of the parents are obviously very rich and they have good careers right 
I um, guess, yeah. And she, how do you do? Okay, we just do a count of each person instead of looking at them. He just counts ahead. Well, they're yeah, counts the heads, right? Yeah, they don't know that that's some other kid. <laughs> don't look upstairs. They're how in a hurry. Remember, they're in a hurry because they woke up late. I know, but they have to. They have to get to the airport. The part that really bothers me is that no one bothers to check again as they're checking into the airport, getting on an airplane. Do you notice the kids are in coach and the parents are in first class? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so th- th- there's a there's an I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to talk about this movie no more. I hate Why it. would you fly to France in the winter? So that they can have Christmas Christmas in Paris, because everybody thinks of Paris when it comes to Christmas I think of time. I France in summertime. I mean, if you live there year-round, that's different. It's like living in New England. I mean, but, you know, yeah. not on this. It's probably a little colder. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at this. Most people like to go somewhere warm yeah. during the winter. Yeah. France. Cabo San Lucas. France. Let's see. Compared to. <laughs> it's just as cold. Compared to new, actually, it's uh, slightly above, you know, our our uh, uh, my my latitude line, but still, I mean, the weather is it? Yeah, look, I'm gonna show it. Okay, to you. that's it on Home Alone. Did you guys notice things that we overlooked or were we wrong about stuff? Oh yeah. yeah. Then please comment on this podcast on SoundCloud, and we will read your um, comments. Your comments, questions. Boy, added Jason, information out of words insults there. i'm now i'm 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 getting punchy i'm getting punchy my old age i'm getting punchy at night <laughs> get punchy and i'm getting tired of my back always being out like always Just out. go to the like, spine store and get a new pain. spine i mean jeez hello spine man can you build me a new spine <laughs> he lays it out like a caterpillar on the table and he's like yes look at this one <laughs> Do you know how many people have told me go see a chiropractor and I just want to punch him right in the mush? It will alleviate some of your pain, but I wouldn't do it just because there's also so much. It's, I'm I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't care how much pain I'm in. I'm never going to a chiropractor. I'm never doing it. Do you know what I do want? I want one of those those gun what? massagers that everybody's getting right now. What? The gun massager. It's like a, it's like it goes in and out. It's like yes, whatever. But it's people it's got a little rubber end like a rubber end on it. And you you hold it up to the muscle and you're like ah, 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 ah. it's got a lot of force to it too it like it feels great oh yeah. and you oh. can attach a dildo to the end of it and, and, and that's what i was, I was <laughs> waiting for, for that part sawzall <laughs> mode where it's like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> hey we got to do another movie it's your, it's your next pick show this time. I know it's my pick, and I had a perfect pick, but I forgot it. Was it. Saw. I forgot. So no, it's not Saw. Uh, the next one we're going to do is going to be about the end of the world. I think. What's that? But not just any kind of end of the world. The kind where we abandon Earth Ooh. before the end of the world. We're going to a classic movie from the 1950s. <gasps> it's not the greatest movie in the world, but the movie we're going to do is when worlds collide. I've never <laughs> seen this movie, Jason. Oh, prepare to hold your sides in laughter because their method of escape is fucking ridiculous. What's it called? When when worlds when worlds collide. collide Nineteen fifty one. Right, there you go. Right. One hour and twenty two minutes. We're gonna do things about gravity and space travel and the likelihood that a planet will run into our planet. <laughs> uh, in the next million years or so. Yes, that is. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, that's what we're gonna be doing next. 
for everyone here at the Cinetific Institute. We thank you for this experiment in mixing our personal lives with the movie that we were doing. And and remember, we put science the science and in, children in fiction. No child left behind. What in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> that was a bad idea, George. It was always yeah. It was a bad idea, George. It didn't work. Bad. How many kids got left behind? <laughs> Like all of them? All of them, every. <laughs> well, some of the reading improved. That was about it. And it was only in Northern yeah. States. <laughs> well, that's all they wanted to improve. It's just the white people. Whatever. Let's not get into political. <laughs> I would get. You know what? If the last four years, all of a sudden, George Bush could have, listen, could have replaced all, I would take him. I would. I would take him. <laughs> listen. I made stew for my family that I haven't had a chance to eat yet because I want to do this show with Addie. I'm very hungry. My blood sugar level is dropping through that. the I thought goddamn you floor. You could have sit here and eat no. on the podcast. As soon as I knew, as soon as I got my family fed, I was like, time to do the podcast, so that's what I'm doing. But that's why I just tried to say the word political, and it came out political. Political. <laughs> when you, when you, yeah. All right. Good night. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Cinetific is a Let Me Listen podcast production with Jason Harding and Atticus Blake. You can find more Let Me Listen podcasts at our website at lemmelistenpodcast.com. You can also find us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes under Let Me Listen. Please subscribe and leave us a review. You can also find us on Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. Cinetific is also a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to contribute just $1 a month to support this podcast, or any of the other podcasts that Lemmy Listen produces, please visit our page at Patreon. Just search for Lemmy Listen Podcasts, or you can click the Patreon link on our website. And thanks for listening.